I am Jacek Kolesiński, FIU Radcliffe's Art and Design Incubator's Tech Conversations host. Today we're going to speak to Eric Rosenthal, Vice President and Managing Director of the Americas for Rapid. So welcome, Eric. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, look forward to our conversation. How would you explain Rapid to our listeners? Yeah, so I'll tell you a little bit about Rapid. Um, at the highest level, think of Rapid as a global financial services platform in the cloud. Um, the company, just to give you some sense of who we are and the scale that we are at right now. So Rapid is a company that's raised about $500 million. Um, we have about 325 employees globally. Uh, we're headquartered in Tel Aviv, where we have the vast majority of our people, uh, approximately about 150 people. Uh, I myself joined the company in 2017, originally as an advisor, and then joined as a full-time employee in 2018, actually as the first employee here in the region, um, and as employee 14. So to give you a sense of how quickly we've scaled, we've scaled from 14 employees, now a little bit less than four years ago, to over 350. Um, and effectively, what the company does is it allows other companies to build on top of us uh, financial services products, as well as solving otherwise very complex payments challenges that it might have. What it really means in practical terms, just to tell you a little bit about how the company got started, the company got started actually by trying to build itself in 2016 a consumer-facing wallet that would allow different users to convert currency across Europe. Um, and ultimately, just building that particular product took our team more than a year. Uh, from a technical perspective, we had to build a ledger, we had to build on-ramps, off-ramps, we needed to build KYC capabilities, the ability to do broader AML. Um, and as well, along the way, we need to get bank accounts, as well as getting a license with the UK government. And what we realized is that that didn't make a ton of sense, that in today's day and age, you can build software very quickly on AWS, on Microsoft, on Google Cloud, but yet in 2016, even to a certain degree in 2018, 19, and to a certain degree in 20, every time a company is trying to build a, a conference enabling solution that touches on moving money from point A to point B, they kind of need to reinvent the wheel over and over and over again. Um, so what we are building and what we have obviously built since we were very far along um, is a platform that's akin to what AWS for software for financial services. Um, and that's what we've done. Uh, as it relates to our relationship with Miami, the um, way the company was built was very different way than, than companies were perhaps built before in the sense that we started the company in Tel Aviv, literally within the first three months, we already had an international presence. Within less than a year and a half, we already had offices in Singapore, Miami, San Francisco, Tel Aviv, and London. Um, and that's actually ultimately what allowed us to scale as quickly as we did. I know that in 2018, you deploy your products in Mexico, and uh, there are some challenging decisions over there, right? One of, your, one of your fellows in the company says that you're the guy to be deployed when challenges are going to be expected. So can you talk a little bit about that experience? In Mexico is perhaps a, an unfair example because um, I actually have lived in Mexico. I lived in Mexico for about three years. I lived in Peru for about three years. Um, and when we decided to build out our presence in Latin America, 
I was very much involved because of the experience that I had across the region, as well as someone that um, we hired in Miami, who also had a great deal of experience at that time across the region. Um, experience, nonetheless, is is one where the way I like to describe it is when you're starting a company, um, even when you already have revenue, even when you have some product, you're still basically PowerPointing your way to success. Um, you're coming in, no one knows who you are, no one knows what your brand is, no one quite understands what you do. You're not a known entity. Um, and yes, there's a significant amount of weight that's placed upon the relationships that you bring to the table, which increases your credibility. Uh, but you also need to be very good at storytelling. You need to be able to paint a vision of, of what you're trying to accomplish so that partners and regulators and, and potential customers um, buy into the concept. Um, we were extremely fortunate as well as that one of our first large-scale customers in Latin America uh, was and continues to be Rappi, was and continues to be Uber. Um, so obviously reference names, but at the same time, companies that helped validate the fact that you did need scalable solutions that otherwise were not available in the region quite yet. Mayor Suarez talking about Miami as a new tech hub. Miami technology rev technological revolution is something what is really highly positioned in his plans for the future of Miami. So why Miami? I mean, we, you know, look at the developments around the world. Your company touches, uh, as you described, many points around the world. The way I described it when I spoke with the mayor himself was Rapid is actually been in Miami for quite some time. We set up an office in 2018. Uh, we continue to have not really an office during the context of COVID. We shut down our office, but we do have people that are employed in Miami. Um, so we've been a Miami company or associated company for quite some time, relatively speaking. Um, why do we choose Miami in 2018? Which is a different, related, but different question for why are we choosing to further invest in Miami today? We chose Miami in 2018 because um, some very obvious things. Logistics of getting in and out of Latin America are significantly easier if you're based in Miami. Um, we've tried to manage some relationships uh, from San Francisco and just practicality um, is 15 hours from San Francisco to Bogota. Just, it's not tenable. Um, the second is that from a talent pool perspective, Particularly, you know, historically speaking, on the commercial and BD perspective, Miami is a great place to source talent for those two functions in particular. Um, because what many times happens is the talent pool in Brazil doesn't really know the rest of the region, and the talent pool in Mexico doesn't necessarily know the rest of the region. And when you find people typically in Miami, they typically have been forced to have a regional experience, which is critical because it changes the way people think about go to market. The third reason um, of why Miami is it is definitely a nexus of, of activity coming in and out from a commercial perspective um, as well. So it became just logical even for activities that we had related to business development happening outside of Latin America, people were constantly passing through Miami. What sort of drove us to double down on Miami like many things in life, it had a lot to do with the personal circumstances of, of a leader. Um, my wife is from Peru, but her family has been living in Miami for the past 20 years. 
Um, COVID came along. We found ourselves as a family um, working from home and saying to ourselves, hmm, maybe we don't need to be here in California anymore. Two, uh, we found that, um, that on very practical terms, not having family around with two little kids at home was not super practical for us. So those were sort of the primary motivators that I, on a personal level, started thinking about making a relocation. Now, it happens that, yes, on a professional level, to see that something is happening that wasn't happening a year ago and definitely wasn't happening a few years ago and definitely wasn't happening 16 years ago when I originally got married to my wife and we could have had the option to go to Miami, yes, it did, it did make the decision a lot easier. Now, on practical terms, what's happening for us and many companies is you're able to now, you've now demonstrated after a year and a half of working fully remote, at least in America's, our Tel Aviv office has actually been open for um, the entire period of COVID. Um, but outside of, of Israel, our offices have been effectively shut down and we've had a gangbuster year. So, so it sort of demonstrated to us that we can source talent kind of anywhere in the world. Now, do we want to source talent anywhere in the world? No, we want to source talent in Miami, in San Francisco, in Denver, in Mexico City, in New York. Um, and therefore, we, we've we chose Miami because we already had chosen Miami to a certain degree because um, we've been there for a while. Recently, you announced uh, the, the new initiative called 100 Million yep. uh, for Miami Tech Power Initiative. So could you talk to our listeners about that? Yeah, so um, a number of people deserve a lot of credit inside of the Miami Tech Life community. Uh, Damien being one of them, I got connected with Damien. Uh, as a result, I got pulled into this WhatsApp group and Telegram group and started seeing what was happening and started seeing who was coming um, and realized that, um, that there was a very sincere interest of the people coming to do something to contribute back to the city, contribute to developing this community, um, and therefore call it in, from a vein of, to a certain degree, social responsibility. Um, we thought it would make sense to, to throw our, our hat in as well, or, or to, as it related to helping to proliferate this movement. Now, of course, along the way, um, it makes a ton of sense for us because as companies are making decisions on who they're going to work with and how they're going to build and who they're going to build with, it's great for us that we are front and center in that decision process um, early on in their life cycle. We're a large university with 60,000 students. So how do you envision that your company is going to impact our graduates? So uh, I think that, well, Rapid is a B2B company. So it's not a consumer-facing brand. It's not a consumer-facing application. It's an infrastructure Um so similar to, it's a kind of the type of question of if you go back 10 years and say, how do you think uh, AWS is going to impact your students? And I would say, if they're going into tech um, and they're going into this, we aspire to be one of the primary platforms that companies are built on when it comes to financial services in the future. So if they're going into tech, um, our hope is that they will consider us a or they will know of us as a reference platform or one of the platforms that companies build on when they're going to build financial services products. As it relates to how you and I as you know, laymen would be impacted um, by Rapid is think of the companies that we're powering, think of the companies that we're behind. Um, 
And ultimately, that allows these companies to scale faster, allows them to invest better time and resources in the core products rather than building out, to a certain degree, mundane payment infrastructure. Um, so if you're a student in, in Florida, yeah, there's probably going to be a point in time where you're using an application, you're using a website, and behind the scenes, it's us powering it. What's the next step for your company here in the city? You know, there's a handful of practical things, which is um, as more and more of the team becomes vaccinated, there's a very practical element, which is we'll bring people back to the office. Um, so very practically, the next step for us is setting up our office again and um, ex as well expanding the number of people that we have based in Miami. Um, we have a handful of people from across the, the region that have requested relocation and we'll be relocating to Miami. Um, we're actively trying our best to recruit people in Miami uh, as well, or bring people in to Miami that perhaps live elsewhere. Um, and then lastly, I think that uh, we hope to be a, a very active participant. We're going to be running a global hackathon very soon, and we love Miami to be part of that. Um, we see ourselves ideally being sponsors some, for some key events. Um, and I think ultimately as well that um, we have a voice, we have a lot of experience in this. Um, given the scale that we've gone through, we're coming from one of the world's premier tech centers, which is Tel Aviv. Um, and there we, we literally have started our own uh, training academy for um, computer science uh, students coming out so that they can get trained because we can't hire enough of them. Um, you know, the good news is we're going into Miami with that view of growth, uh, not necessarily the bad news, but we don't expect that we're going to be building out engineering teams in Miami, but we do continue to believe that it's a great location to get a lot of other different functions as a company continues to scale. Thank you so much, Eric, for your time. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person here sometimes soon in our incubator. So hopefully you can accept our invitation to come over and talk to our fellows at some point. I would love that. That would be great. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.